0: This podcast is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. Remember to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out to get an extra 10% off your entire purchase. More on that later. Let's get into episode 157. What is happening, TWT fans? It is a beautiful spring day. That's right. It is April six, two 2023. And as always, I'm so happy to have you here with me. Um, but before I get into anything today, let me start off by saying thank you. Thank you to all my subscribers out there. You are what keeps me coming back here week after week. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. I really, really do. Remember to share, rate, and review the podcast as well, it's still free for you to do. Just share it around, help it get out into the algorithm, and help me uh, make this podcast a little bit bigger. And if you're new and just stopping by, checking things out, well, then you need to hit that subscribe button. Yeah, it's the one thing that's free for you to do. Go ahead and click that subscribe button. There should be no hesitation. It's free. This is not free for me. So go ahead, click that subscribe, and of course, give a thumbs up and go check out all the past guests and get ready for the new guests coming in season four. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. You want to get involved? T-A-L-K-I-N with at gmail.com. That's the official email of the podcast. You send an email. I'm going to check it out. Whether you type it out, uh, send an audio or video, keep the audio video under 60 seconds, but you can send all that to T-A-L-K-I-N wittofer at gmail.com. So go ahead, send your emails. I'll be looking forward to them. And of course, now the podcast is on Rumble. Videos are going to Spotify um, no later than 72 hours after the episode goes up. And that's right. This Linktree link right here. Woo! Click it. All right. Click it. Yeah. It's in the description below the video. It's going to give you access to everything. TWT so go ahead and click the link tree today and you can go check out all the social media you can go follow you can check out rumble you can check out spotify you can check out youtube wherever you want to watch or listen to this podcast that's where you're going to find it is in this link tree link so go ahead and click that give yourself access to everything TWT and uh, now with all that out of the way let's get into today's episode uh... This is it. Episode one fifty seven is the first episode into the fourth season. Three years ago, three years ago, made my very first video. Just trying not to drink while locked in my house. How much did this change our lives? I hope everybody is doing okay. I I really feel like this whole thing us, um, and it just it's still doing it, and it's going to do it for at least another seven years, I think. Um, I think it's going to take another seven years before we get away from it. I don't know why, but it seems like everything takes approximately a decade to get over. You know? It's crazy. It's crazy. But I've got all kinds of new things that I want to get into, uh, that I want to uh, implement into the podcast for season four. Uh, one of them is multicam. Um, so you know how I've been doing the, uh, conspiracy podcast, stuff like that. Well, um, when I have two people on, I need a minimum of four cameras. So it looks like I have to try and get two more tripods and two more webcams. I can't, I can't do the, 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 the one that I love, which is this camera in front of me, the Sony EV, um, 10, I think, but it's okay. I like, I like the little webcam, um, that I have over to my left. And I I think I'm going to do two more of those so that I can give you more of the multicam viewing, especially, uh, well, I'm definitely doing one more so that when I have a guest on, I will be able to have them, me and both of us. Um, I feel like you all deserve that out there. That is like the minimum requirement for a video podcast today. I know most people are still doing it on laptops and cell phones. I tried to turn my cell phone into a webcam. I don't know. It's like, oh, download this app and do this, and then you can link this to this, and it just won't link. It just won't link, and it keeps searching for it. So, I got frustrated. So, I think a webcam with a USB extension is going to be good enough. I've already got the powered USB that I don't use. So stupid, right? Why don't I just use the powered USB that I have? I can have everything powered and on, and it's perfectly fine. So, I'm figuring out little things, little things. Of course, the cameras will be as good as I can afford. Um, but, season four, more multi cam shots, more. Uh, uh, cameras on the guests. Um, I really want to give that feel like you're, like you're in a studio, almost a real one. You know, I almost, I'm almost a real podcaster. So this is, these are, this is the thing that I'm going to work on. I got a few things that I'm going to redo and check out and maybe change a few things of the intro and stuff like that. But I've got some ideas for season four. It probably won't all be implemented by the end of April, but I will be extremely close by the end of April. So I've got that, that I'm working on now. I'm also working on, uh, working out. I got to motivate myself better. Um, I utilize all my time to record, edit, work, uh, jujitsu, and I leave myself no time um, to really work out. I kind of push that off to the back burner. And um, um, I mean, I need it. I need it. We all need to sit down and relax sometimes. But why is it that I'm sitting down and relaxing watching a TV show when I could literally be five feet next to my couch, right? I could, be, I could just move over five feet. And now I'm at the weight bench. Just fucking work out while you're watching TV, stupid. You know, so I'm trying to motivate myself this spring. Motivate myself into at least a 15-minute workout that I can do every day. And no, it's not going to be the same one. But I want to do, you know, arms. I want to do chest. I want to do legs. And they say the best thing to do is to mix it up, change it up, and make it different every day that way your body's always guessing and it doesn't go into this stagnant area and nothing happening so i've been doing a lot of research on some workouts and some head uh knee knee over toes Uh, i've been checking him out he's got a whole bunch of great stuff that's free um and i'm looking down the free road you know what i mean i'm also got to figure out my mirror and i think i've gotten over the simple fact that i'm afraid i'm going to hurt myself i think my form's good it may not be perfect but i'm not going to hurt myself so i've been doing a lot of um a lot of my training is without weights because i'm so afraid of improper uh, structure. I'm, I'm afraid of tweaking with the weight on. So I've been doing everything, uh, without weight, just the empty barbell. Um, just trying it out, making sure my form is good. And now that I believe my form is decent, I'm going to start adding some weights. It's going to be super tiny. It's going to be super little weight. Um, nothing exciting. And, uh, you know, it's gonna take me a long time to build up, but I put on this extra ten pounds. I'm 160 pounds now, and it's not fat. Like it, it, I'm definitely a little bit bigger, but it's not like fat, fat, right? It's um a little bit of muscle with a little bit of fat. It's like a little fifty fifty. Um, but I'm not. I don't know how to utilize it yet. I have to say my cardio has gone to shit because of it, and everything that I've read up on is, uh, yeah, no no shit, no shit, yeah, you just gained 10 pounds, and now you're throwing it around like you're still 150, or you're still trying to throw it around like you're 145 or 140, and you're not, you are now 160 pounds, so now I've got to get my cardio back up, I've got to start uh, lifting something, and turning this uh, other 50% of fat into hundred percent muscle, hundred percent muscle. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna lose everything. It's gonna get weird. Um, but I'm excited for it. And, and and this spring is my chance to get it done. It's my chance to get it done, man. I gotta stop pussyfooting around this. I gotta actually jump in and do it. And why why not? Why not change everything again? Right now, I'm comfortable with my position. I'm comfortable with my. Uh, uh, role. Uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with my jujitsu, all my schedule stuff, everything day to day, week to week is gotten really comfy again. It's all been reorganized and now it just runs and operates like it's supposed to. So it's time to add it in. You know, I know, I know I have time. I know I have time. I've always got time to say I don't have time is such a lie. No, no, no. You don't want to give up your time in front of the TV for time that's actually going to help you out and make you better. So that's what it is. That's an excuse. And that's what keeps us behind. That's what causes people to fail. They get in their own way by making up excuses for themselves. You do it too. You out there, you do it too. I know you do because I do it every day. I've always got a good excuse not to do something, (laughs) always always. And then you know what I do? I might push it off, but I eventually do get it done. But it's so easy to make up an excuse not to do something. My week's been crazy. I can't go to class. Oh, this is too hard. I can't do this this way. Oh my goodness. I can't record multiple podcasts in a row. That's oh, going to take forever. I don't have time for it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. No, you make time. You make time for everything that's important to you but I'm, I'm doing this for five years, right? Five years. This is, this is the start of the fourth, right? And anything that I do, anything that I invest money in, anything I have a passion for, I always give it five. It's called the five-year plan. It doesn't just associate with your life. You can associate a five-year plan with anything that you're doing. If you're into something and you're grinding and you're doing it and you've been investing money into it and this and this and this and this and, this and you've been doing it for five years and it isn't doing anything for you, it could be time to pull that plug. You may be wasting resources, right? It's just the way it goes. Um, so that's where I'm at uh, with everything going on in my life. I'm still, actually by now, uh, I should be 100% off the vape, you know? Um, I, I do still uh, dabble with it from time to time, but I will say that it never leaves my house now. Um, only the pouches do, and so therefore, not only just at work, but in my everyday to day, now I do not leave the house with the vape. So I'm trying to stretch out the last like ten millimeters of juice. Did I say millimeter milliliters of juice? I got two coils, and That's it. That's it. It's almost gone. We're almost fully integrated into pouches, and I'm fucking pumped for it. Now, if you are somebody who's smoking cigarettes, I really, really suggest getting off of those fucking things and going and getting a vape, especially from New Hampshire Vape Gallery. Don't worry. I'm still thinking of you guys. Um, But you should go there, and you should uh, get off those cigarettes. All right? Get on the highest nicotine possible, kick the cigarettes, walk your way down to free base, get on free base, then get on something else and get off of vaping. Look, I'm telling you, the best thing for us to do is to not inhale anything, period. I think it's all bad for you, but vaping is still better than cigarettes. It's still better. I don't care what they say. You can tell me to your blue in the face that we don't know what this is doing. The UK has info. They've been doing it for over 30 years. Go and check out their data. Stop looking at America for the fucking answers. We don't have the answers. We're idiots. We try to do it ourselves when somebody else has already done the legwork. Well, go find the answers that you're looking for. There is no popcorn lung. That is such an old fucking thing. I had somebody bring that up to me the other day. Are you fucking serious? That is so old. That was so 2016? 2015? So old. And then and the the, the that was that was popcorn lung, and then when there was there was something else where they explode. Hello, they don't explode anymore. Yeah, no, no exploding. Everything's changed. So, if you're still listening to people spout about stuff that happened in 2015, 2014, 2016, you need to stop talking to those people. Seriously, you need to stop talking to those people because they're dumb. They're not smart. They don't know what they're talking about. And I may say that I don't know what I'm talking about, but I will tell you that. I know more about vaping than anything that I talk about on here. I'm telling you right now, the best thing for you to do is just get off the cigarettes. Any method you can, but if you're going to use patches, please keep them as far away from your heart as possible. That's my only message. That's my, my uh, what do they call that? PA? No. Public service announcement? PSA. That's my PSA for that. All right. Do not use pouches near your heart. Very dangerous. It's the only reason I don't like those things. I don't think enough people know about that. But yeah, so I'm excited that the vaping is done. Um I'm excited to be finally on pouches. It is not easy. Um I'm still looking for it, right? I'm still looking for the damn thing. It's crazy. And I know it's gone. I know I'm not going to go buy another one. And I know the only thing I can do is these six milligram pouches. But man, every morning I'm looking and I'm like, where? Oh, yeah, that's right. There's no more vape. Damn it. I just love the act of smoking. And I've been doing it since I was nine. It's really hard to readjust that thinking. It's not going to happen overnight. And I've been slowly working on it for four months, but it doesn't. It doesn't take away from the fact that I've been doing it since I was nine, right? And it's just like me not drinking anymore. When you spend 27 years of your life drinking and it's only been six and a half years since you haven't been drinking, you still have 20 and a half years behind you that has that habit built in. So I feel like we've got to get halfway, if not a little bit more than halfway uh, uh, between what we were doing and what we're doing now to finally kind of get comfortable and almost, I don't, I'm not going to say forget it because I don't think we ever forget, but those feelings and that emotion and plus you see things and it brings back them and you start thinking about it again and springtime and summer. It's all about drinking. It's always about drinking. Our entire world evolves around drinking. So it's really hard to never think of that again. And smoking is everywhere. People still smoking cigarettes today, which is so fucking crazy to me. Um, But it's still a thing. It's sad to see, but it's still a fucking thing. So it's really hard to break all that. You're always going to think about it. It's what do you have um, set up for when those trigger when you get triggered like that? What do you have in place to battle the trigger and then, and then get away from the trigger and, and keep on the road that you've built for yourself? Um, for me, without alcohol, without vaping, without smoking. Um, all of those triggers get hit from time to time. And I've got ways that I just diffuse it. You know, I'm never going anywhere without my pouches. Because if I get triggered or I smell a cigarette or I smell a vape or I see someone vaping or this, I just pop a pouch. And all of a sudden, the craving is going away, even though the urge to do the act kind of stays. So because of that, uh, that's how I'm battling it. But you've got to figure out ways for you to battle it, you know, um, it's, it's tough, it's tough. Uh, but I, I have faith in anybody who wants to put it in, you know, if you're going to put in the work, it's going to happen for you. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen for you if you put in the work. Um, let's take a quick break. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And if you put in promo code TOPHER before you check out, you're going to get an extra 10% off your entire purchase. All right, you don't know how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or you can go into the description below the video where every link is available and go ahead and that link and go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. These new kid tees are awesome. Money hungry gorilla, what? Look at that print. Yes, everybody, I I, I can't get enough of uh, their clothing. It's just amazing. And as you can see, the new spring line is out. They have new pillow covers don't you want these slow down multi-use zipper pouch with the patch on it slow down food dog pillow cover slow down tiger pillow cover of course you got the snake and coil machine matching set so you're gonna get the socks you're gonna get pins you're gonna get the hat you're gonna get the the t-shirt you can buy the shirt by itself you can buy the pin you can buy the hat of course the whole set's 50 bucks So you're going to save some money. I mean, it's 50 bucks for the hat and the shirt alone. Just amazing. I mean, this stuff just goes on and on. And there's more coming all the time. All the time, people. So go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. That's right. Right now. Go and put everything in your cart. And before you check out Make sure you put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R to get an extra 10% off your entire purchase and let TWT save you some money today. All right, and I'm back. Yes, all right. Let's continue this episode with Topher's Topics. So for my first one here, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman says AI will reshape society, acknowledges risks, A little bit scared of this. This will be the greatest technology humanity has ever yet developed, he said. So uh, the CEO behind the company to create ChatGPT believes artificial intelligence technology will reshape societies as we know it. He believes it comes with real dangers, but can also be the greatest technological humanity has yet developed to drastically improve our lives. Well, this is 21 minutes long. So I, I'm going to either, I'm going to play some of this. I'm going to skip around a little bit. But if you want to check out the whole video, um, I do not have clips cut out. So unfortunately, um, I'm just going to kind of click through it and see what I grab. Um, but yeah, I, I if you really want to understand what's going on with this chat GPT shit, Man, I'm telling you, I, I said it a couple weeks ago, but we're in for a rude awakening. People are going to be out of work. They're not going to be able to get a job. And we're going to have to go to a universal based income.
1: So, you are the CEO of OpenAI, 37 years old. Your company is the maker of ChatGPT, which has taken the world by storm. Why do you think it's captured people's imagination?
2: I think people really have fun with it, and they see the possibility, and they see the ways this can help them, this can inspire them, this can help people create, help people learn, help people do all these different tasks. And it is a technology that rewards experimentation and use in creative ways. So I think people are just having a good time with it, and, and finding real value.
1: So paint a picture for us. One, five, ten year changes because of artificial intelligence.
2: So part of the exciting thing here is we, we get continually surprised by the creative power of of all of society It's going to be the collective power and creativity and will of humanity that figures out what to do with these things
1: I think that word surprise though It's both exhilarating as well as terrifying That's to people sure. Because on the one hand there's all of this potential for good on the other hand there's a huge number of unknowns that could turn out very badly for society. What do you think about that?
2: We've got to be cautious here. And and also, I I think it doesn't work to do all this in a lab. You've got to get these products out into the world and and make contact with reality, make our mistakes while the stakes are low. But all of that said, uh, I think people should be happy that we're a little bit scared of this. I think people should be You're happy.
1: a little bit scared.
2: A little bit, you yeah, personally. I think if I said I were not, you should either not trust me or be very unhappy. I'm in this job.
0: And I agree with that statement a hundred percent. And like I said, this is a minute and forty seconds into a twenty-one minute uh, video. I'm gonna end it there, uh, but I think you should go and check it out. This this uh, this goes on, and it's so good. And they go into depth about. Uh, how it got started and what his fears are and what this could potentially do to our society um, if it gets to the point where they believe it's going, which is fully automated. And you know who's going to make it automated? We are. By feeding it all the information that we're looking for, all the things that Chris and Tim Dillon and um, all the comics are doing by typing in their name and having it make jokes like them. The more that they do that, the better the jokes are going to get. And eventually, I don't know if they're going to accidentally eliminate themselves. Um, I haven't played around with Chat GPT yet. Um, maybe I should do that on one of my episodes. Um, I should download it, I should go through it, and I should try it. Um, and we, we, we just have some fun with it, right? I'll feed it some information and see what it comes up with for me. Uh, that'll be in a later episode this year. But I just think this stuff is crazy. I mean, you you get this chat GPT to to get to a point where it's just doing everything by itself. It's now cutting out white-collar jobs. It's cutting out blue-collar jobs. It's cutting out jobs for everybody. Um, and then you add it into the robots. You add this AI into robots and now they can serve you a sandwich, they can repair your car, they can and all of a sudden we've got androids intermingling with humans. The humans are pissed off at the robots because they took their jobs and they got no way to pay for things and then we're going to have an all out war between man and machine. And there's gonna be some people out there that are gonna blend. That's right. They're gonna get bionic arms. They're gonna put computer chips in them. They're gonna be half android, half human. And then there's gonna be full android. And then there's gonna be full humans. It's gonna be a wild, wild ride out there. And that all reminds me of uh, what was that movie with Bruce Willis and 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 that AI android thing that he falls in love with deep space nine was that it if i'm wrong just let me know in the comments or send an email over but what if these movies actually do come to life i mean this shit is wild and we are at the infancy of all of this so let's see how it turns out right i hope i get to see how it turns out you know i hope i make it to a good age Well, I hope that we don't wind up in World War III and blow the planet up before any of this happens. But if we avoid that, make it further, and get to a point where they're integrating this into robots and making actual AI androids, then um, that's going to be really cool to see. It's probably also going to be very scary, um, but nothing's more scary than... The robot dogs with guns attached to them. I'm sorry. That stuff still freaks me the fuck out. So, the uh, uh, number four, I believe, is out right now. Um, so, all kinds of good stuff happening this year. Um, let's see. Let's see. Husband of ex-wife arrested in murder of former Microsoft executive in Florida. Father of four. This is wild to me. Then the killing of a former Microsoft,
3: Microsoft executive found shot to death last year on a Florida street. The husband of the victim's ex-wife is now under arrest and facing murder charges. Trevor Alt is here with more. Good morning, Trevor.
1: Good morning, Michael. This was a horrific crime. A 33 year old father gunned down in the middle of a dark road in front of his toddler. And after a 13th month investigation, authorities have now charged his ex-wife husband. They say he didn't fire the shots, but he did help plan and execute this murder. This morning, Why? a stunning second arrest and the Jesus death of Christ. Microsoft executive and father of four, Jared Bridegan. Authorities charging Mario Fernandez-Saldana, the husband of Bridegan's ex-wife, with planning his murder.
2: In addition to the first-degree murder charge, the grand jury also has indicted Fernandez-Saldana for conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, solicitation to commit a capital felony, as well as child abuse.
1: Investigators describe Brodigan's murder as a targeted ambush. They say last February, after Brodigan dropped off two of his children at his ex-wife's house, this tire blocked the road on his way home. When he stopped, presumably to move it, he was suddenly gunned down in cold blood, his two-year-old daughter still in the back seat. In January, authorities arrested Henry Tennant for allegedly pulling the trigger, but also said at the time
2: We know Henry Tennant did not act alone.
1: Investigators now confirm Fernandez Saldana was previously Henry Tenen's landlord and claim he was the single link tying Tenen to Jared Bridegan. According to the arrest warrant, Fernandez Saldana and Tenen had 35 phone contacts the month Bridegan was killed, with dozens more in the months that followed. Thursday, Tenen pleaded guilty to second-degree murder with a deadly weapon. Officials saying he's agreed to testify truthfully against the people he worked with to murder Jared Bridegan.
2: Tannen's cooperation has both corroborated evidence collected during the investigation and provided additional evidence against Mario Fernandez-Saldana for his role in the planning and execution of Jared's murder.
1: Following Tannen's January arrest, ABC News asked Bridegan's widow, Kirsten, about the couple's relationship with Fernandez-Saldana. We had limited interactions with Mario, Um, usually when we would pick up the kids. Um, We avoided contact with Mario as much as possible. She declined to elaborate further at the time, and Thursday after his arrest, she said the family is feeling many heavy emotions.
3: We have great relief knowing that two of the people behind my husband's murders are now behind bars and are no longer a threat to our family. We are also still angry, angry that they were walking free, angry that our youngest, who was six months at the time of his death, will have no memories of her father.
1: And investigators have repeatedly insisted that this investigation is still ongoing. If Mario Fernandez-Saldana is convicted, he could potentially face the death penalty.
0: Holy shit. Now, that article supposedly goes on for another three minutes. Um, but it sounds like they're ending it right now, so I'm just gonna end it right now, but you can always go to the link in the description below the video, of course, and check out the rest of the video for yourself, but what the fuck, what, so he was so jealous that this guy married his ex-wife that he wanted him gunned down, and it just so happened to be that he was... The former Microsoft executive. So, I mean, what were you planning on having happen, right? What what was the what was the game plan here? Was the game plan to take him out and move your way back into uh, your ex wife's life? Obviously, you got a divorce for a reason, and it seems like she was really trying to get away from this guy because he was unstable. So, man. Man, unstable people are just going to be unstable, right? It's crazy. It's just so crazy. It's kind of sad. I mean, yeah. you know, there's been a bunch of things that have happened where people are putting stuff under windshield wipers, or they're putting cloths on handles of cars, or they are putting stuff in the road. Man, avoid all that shit. Are you going to tell me you couldn't go around a tire? You couldn't go around the tire. You, you, why did you get out of the car to move the tire? That's, that's what I don't understand. Like, I would see something like that in the road, and I would just go around it. I'd be like, ah, oh, this, isn't, this isn't my responsibility. Fuck this. And I'd just go around that shit and make my way onto the next thing or whatever. If I um, saw certain things wrong with my car, I would just get in the damn car, and I would drive away. I'd leave the thing on the windshield wiper. I'd leave the cloth, you know, where just whatever is going on. Just avoid trying to figure out what it is and just get out of there. Um, But with, with everything going on in the world, man, I just don't, I don't see this stuff going away. I see it getting worse, you know, like everything else. It just seems to get a little bit worse, but we just learn how to deal with it. And I don't know if we're dealing with it a little bit better, but we're just dealing with it. So crazy, crazy shit, man. Now, this next one is ancient tunnel of an unknown civilization has just been found. And let's see um, what this unknown civilization is. When a life jacket washed ashore in a Russian lake, it
4: caused more attention than millions of other items that had been found near water. In fact, it triggered a huge investigation that revealed an ancient tunnel of an unknown civilization. Who wore this lost jacket, what became of them, and how is the life jacket connected to a tunnel linked to an unknown civilization? In this video, we dive into the discovery of an ancient tunnel linked to an unknown civilization. What? A mysterious event occurred in the suburbs near Solnechnogorsk in 2003. Vladimir Seichenko, the Vereshensky village administration's driver, discovered a full-time U.S. Navy life vest in Lake Endless. Mm. What was shocking was that the vest had an identification inscription confirming that, that this property fake. belonged to sailor Sam Bilowski of the destroyer Cowell, which well, was bombed fake. in October 2000 in the port of Aden in Yemen. Four sailors were tragically killed, and ten others, including Sam Bilowski, went missing. The life jacket was discovered, according to a survey of direct witnesses and participants in the described event, and the inscriptions on it directly point to the sailor Cowell S. Bolowski. But how did a life jacket from the Indian Ocean end up in a lake lost in the vast expanses of central Russia, despite having traveled 4,000 kilometers in three years in a straight line? What was his route? As a result, some scientists concluded there are some unknown underground paths and tunnels connecting deep underground parts of the Earth's continents. But who created these tunnels? When were they created and why were they created? Many researchers on different continents have repeatedly noted that in addition to subway tunnels, bunkers, mines, and other natural caves, there are underground cavities created by civilizations that predated modern humans. What? These exist not only as massive underground halls, the walls of which are processed by mechanisms unknown to us with traces of secondary natural processes like stalactites, stalagmites, cracks, and so on, but also as linear structures, tunnels. In fact, the beginning of the 21st century is marked by an increase in the frequency of finds of tunnel fragments on various continents. Identifying ancient tunnels is a difficult task that necessitates extensive knowledge of underground work techniques, as well as the mechanisms of transformation of the Earth's crust into underground spaces throughout our planet's history. However, this procedure is quite real given that the main difference between ancient tunnels and natural and modern underground objects is that strangely, Many of these ancient inventions are distinguished by their perfection and amazing accuracy in processing the walls of cavities and orientation. They're also notable for their enormous cyclopean dimensions and antiquity beyond human comprehension. However, it cannot be argued that they all appeared at the same time. Here are some ancient tunnels that researchers have dug up. The Marble Cave, located in the Chatyadag Mountain Range at an elevation of 900 meters above sea level, is well-known in Crimea. When entering the cave, visitors are greeted by a massive hall in the shape of a 20-meter-long pipe, which is currently half-filled with stone blocks that have collapsed due to numerous earthquakes and flooded with karst sediments. Stalactites dangle from cracks in the arch, and stalagmites stretch towards them, creating a spellbinding effect. Few people notice that it was originally a tunnel with perfectly even walls that extended deep into the mountain range with a slope towards the sea. Amazingly, the walls are well preserved and show no signs of erosion. Flowing water cast caverns formed by limestone dissolution. A section of the tunnel begins at an altitude of about one kilometer from the Black Sea. Given that the Black Sea depression formed around 30 million years ago as a result of the fall of a large asteroid that cut and destroyed the main ridge of the Crimean Mountains, we can assume that the Marble Cave is a fragment of an ancient tunnel, the main part of which was located in a mountain range destroyed by an asteroid and dating back at least 30 million years. According...
0: All right, I I I like I like the guy's voice. I like the guy's voice. It does very good. This is a very good video. Um, I don't know, um, who the narrator is, but man, I I can't even believe five minutes just went by. I just zoned out and was so in depth with uh, what he was saying. So, I think this stuff is so crazy to me. I I I, I, I got to give it up to people who go into these cavernous tunnels or go into these very small did you see them crawling like that and it's like I can't do that shit man I, I I maybe I'm claustrophobic I don't know but man that freaks me the fuck out it's so crazy but these things are everywhere we don't know how they all became but they're all they all have signs of being man-made and more signs of people living underground I think it was to run away from these asteroids that were hitting us. I think it's to run away from the stuff happening up here on the crust, right? On top of uh, the planet. And I think that we are still doing this today. I believe that all of the people in charge have somewhere to hide. And it's not up in the sky, it's not in a plane, it's underground in a deep cabin spot that is fully secured uh, by concrete and it's withstanding earthquakes and they have I think they've designed something so superior to what we could ever imagine that a comet could come the size that wiped out every almost every life on this planet including dinosaurs and people and just reshape the entire fucking world, and as long as that comment does not hit that exact spot, I think they would survive it. You know, I think this is true. So it's not—I don't know—it could be a little conspiracy, but everything's a conspiracy, right? It's just a theory. It's just a theory. I people conspire about things all the time. So to say that this isn't true, or to say that this isn't happening or happened. I think that is the crazy way to think. And the way to think is, is that this has already happened. The technology that we have in our hands today, the government already had in their hands 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And so for them to want to run away from the things that could happen to this planet and go underground is not unfathomable anymore. I think it's, I think it's closer to the truth than ever. But, yeah, go and check out the rest of that. Um, Let's see. This is wild to me. Did anybody see that there was a 13-year-old girl found in a fucking shed? She was kidnapped, and then they found her multiple states away, locked in a fucking shed. This freaked me out, and it's just so disgusting. But I think she's been found, and she's okay, so let's check it out
3: nearly 1,100 miles from Dallas in Lexington, North Carolina.
1: It was very stressful and scary. Inside this locked shed. Heartbroken, very scared for her life.
3: Police found this mom's 13-year-old daughter missing since March 1st, abducted and sexually assaulted, police say by this man, 34-year-old Jorge Camacho.
1: We are hopeful to see her again, and thank God that was the case.
3: The teen last seen at these apartments in Dallas, her mother, who were just calling Estella to protect the teen's identity, immediately knew something was wrong when her daughter couldn't be found.
1: My mind ran with all types of God, where is she?
3: But Estella knew her daughter was a gamer and decided to check her Discord, a popular messaging platform many in the gaming community use to chat with friends. In it, police and the FBI say they found messages from Camacho that were, quote, consistent with grooming and enticement. Estella tells us the team met the 34-year-old while playing a game online.
1: You know the risks, which we did talk a lot with her, Yeah. but, you know, this happened. It was something awful.
3: After police match Camacho's car with one scene and security footage in Dallas near the apartments, they found the teen locked inside the shed, which has a mattress, a TV, and cabinets.
1: Like that's where he stayed. Like that was his place. Like his room.
3: Others who live on the property say the shed was where Camacho lived. His quote room. They also say they didn't know the teen was here. Didn't even like seem suspicious or anything, you know. I thought he was a pretty cool dude. Back in Dallas, Estella's daughter now oh, home yeah and he's safe. a
0: real cool dude.
1: gonna uh, work together, and get as much help as we can to grow stronger as a family.
3: But a warning to other families about who your children talk to online.
0: Wow. Wow, that's all I gotta say. It's so disgusting and disturbing. and man, what do we do about this, right? She said she talked to her child about this. She talked to her and said, hey, Be aware of these type of situations, right? I had a friend back in the day, right? I got my first DUI when I was 20, and he was drinking heavily. We all were. We all were. We're all being stupid. But I told him, I was like, dude, you know, I I just got through this. I've been without my license for nine months. I'm like, you keep doing what you're doing, and you're going down the same path that I went on, and I was, like, trying to be this better person. Like we always do in the beginning when we realize we did something wrong and he wouldn't listen to me. And I used to get so mad. I mean, we don't talk anymore, whatever, but I used to get so mad that he wouldn't listen to me. It was like, how can you not listen to somebody that went through the exact same thing that I can see that you're getting into and you're just going to throw it away? Like it doesn't mean anything. It makes no sense to me. Why? Would you ever do that when you have the opportunity of learning from somebody right in front of you? Well, that's what we do. We do not believe people, right? We don't believe. We don't accept. We only, um, only want to learn from our own experiences. And that's the only way we do learn is from our experiences. So instead of him listening to me, taking my advice, and not getting his first DUI, He had to get his first DUI. Now, I don't know if he's had multiple like I have. Like I said, we lost contact. We don't speak. Um, But I now understand why he had to do that. I understand now that it's just what people do. So like this mother telling her child, hey, when you're talking to people online, don't believe everything and be very cautious of things that you're invited to um, or people that you're speaking with may not be the age that they say they are online, right? I think that's the problem with a lot of the internet and a lot of the way we do things is that people are capable of disguising themselves. You go to my social media and it's me, right? You know, it's me. You can see the posts, you can see the actual followers, you know, but there's a lot, a lot Of people out there that are are falsifying their information. They're falsifying what they look like. They're falsifying their name, their age, what they do, how they live, their entire life. It's all false. But we can't tell sometimes. But what we can do is warn. And just like when my parents used to tell me, hey, if somebody pulls up in a car and they're going to you see candy, you turn and run the other way. You don't accept it. You don't get near the car. You stay away. Stranger danger, and that's the end of the story. I took my parents' advice and wound up being able to make it to where I am today because of it. But today, it's even more difficult because now you think that somebody online is who they are, and maybe they bought followers, maybe they did this, maybe they did that to completely disguise their their information and their um, their per- profile on whatever platform, you know, you can, you want to put in, I mean, they can do it on any platform today. Um, they could do it in the metaverse. They can do it on Snapchat. They do it everywhere. Discord. Look, it's everywhere. The kids still had to find out the hard way. And luckily she's still alive, but this guy, st- he lived in that shed. See, I thought he set the shed up for her and he didn't. I thought he was living in the house. So this guy's living in that shed by himself. And he wanted a companion and he's 34 year old snagged up a 13 year old. I don't think that these people deserve anything. Um, you know, the, the child was not smart but didn't deserve this. And there's something really wrong with that person that did this to that kid. And uh, I have no sympathy for these people. I just don't. I don't think it's right. I don't think you're sick. I think it's deeper than that. I think it's deeper than that. But now, this girl, what do they say? People who have been... Treated this way, treat others this way. That's why this sickness is so dangerous. Because it doesn't stop at this girl dealing with it and moving on with her life. Now she has the possibility of potentially doing this to somebody else, which is just so sad. It's so sad. But hey, listen to your parents. Listen to people trying to push you in the right right direction. I know you want to find out on your own. I know. I know you do. I wanted to find out on my own too. And you know what it led me down? A really, really fucking hard road. And now I understand that I should have listened. And if I had just listened, the road probably would not have been as hard. Which probably wouldn't have been such a bad road to be on. At the end of it, you know what I mean? God damn, it sucks. It's crazy, absolutely insane! Absolutely insane, man. All right, and now, did you know that Buffalo Wild Wing admits boneless wings are not wings after lawsuit? (laughs) It's true, it's true. That's right, you're not eating, you're not eating wings. I'm going to go out on a limb here before even getting into this or pressing the play button on this video that this is like cold cut meats or something from together to look like a chicken wing. What do you think? Let's find out. Buffalo Wild Wings responded to a lawsuit claiming its boneless wings are not actually made from wings with the restaurant confessing to its allegations The Chicago man filed a lawsuit against chicken wing chain last week for false advertising saying the boneless wings are overpriced since they are basically chicken nuggets. Um, Amen, Halimen, nope, Amen, Halim, alleges in the lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings and franchisor Inspire Brands in, Incorporated that the boneless wings are just slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings and that the consumers would Either pay less for the boneless wings or not purchase them at all if they knew what the product was made of. The clear-cut case of false advertising should not be permitted as consumers should be able to rely on the plain meaning of products, names, and receive what they are promised. The lawsuit stated according to Fox television stations. I mean, yeah, I agree a thousand percent. Now, Buffalo Wild Wings is uh, sarcastically confirming the allegations in the lawsuit while also revealing well-known facts that other foods they sell do not contain what is included in the product's name. It's true. The restaurant's chain tweeted on Monday, our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Our buffalo wings are 0% buffalo. In the lawsuit, Haleem claimed, He purchased boneless wings from the restaurant in January, but regretted the purchase after learning what they were made out of. As a result, Mr. Halim suffered a financial injury as a result of defendant's false and deceptive conduct, the lawsuit reads. Buffalo Wild Wings began selling boneless wings about 20 years ago, and they have become one of the most popular items on the menu, according to the lawsuit. Uh, The complaint cites... A news report slating that the restaurant started selling boneless wings because of the rising cost of actual chicken wings and the reduced cost of chicken breasts. Halim is suing on allegations of false deceptive business practices as well as other claims. Okay, so I do think that, you know, if you're going to sell something, you gotta say exactly what it is, right? you got to say exactly what it is. You can't be going around and telling people that these are chicken wings. They're boneless chicken wings. If it's not, you can't. Yes, and I understand their buffalo wild wings have zero buffalo. It's buffalo sauce assholes, and I understand you're being sarcastic. I get that, but it's buffalo sauce, which is a spicy sauce. The way you word it, you can't. Plus, if it's, if it's just a fucking chicken nugget, then yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to charge as if it's a chicken wing. That should be wrong, and I don't think it's okay to do. And I think that this lawsuit might be a little egregious, but maybe, maybe it's exactly what they need because if you have been doing this for 20 years, you've been duping people out of what they've actually been purchasing for 20 years. And if you are selling something that is not what it is at a higher cost than it's supposed to be, then you are literally stealing from people, right? You're literally stealing. So you should probably reconfigure that, figure it out and adjust it. If you were going to sell boneless wings, right? If you're going to sell just chicken breast as chicken wings, Then you should have shoulda cut the cost. Should have figured it out. Because when I go to buy a chicken wing, I want a bone in it anyways. If I don't get a bone in my chicken wing, well then is it a chicken wing? And they say all boneless chicken wings. Yeah, do you know what boneless meat is? It's just all the meat taken off the bone and then mashed up into a form. It's supposed to look like the meat you were buying. So they can literally do it with anything. As long as it's part of the bird, and they call it boneless, there you go. It's just, it's just cold cuts. So I was right. This is basically just cold cuts smashed up and deep fried. I mean, it's buffalo wild wings. Most people are just going in to drink and watch sports. Not actually dissect what they're eating so i don't know is this shame on buffalo wild wings or is this shame on halim for suing i thought this was uh absolutely hilarious though i mean how many items do we buy on a regular basis that are not what they were described as i think it happens all the time but i think it would be in everybody's best interest to never falsify anything ever again. Just be upfront and honest with what you're doing and what you're selling. Um because right now in this time in this world there really is no privacy and it is very difficult to pull the wool over people's eyes today. So stop trying to do it. Man, it has been a crazy crazy uh, couple weeks. I hope you enjoyed uh, last week's podcast with my guest, Ashley Starr. If you haven't checked it out yet, you need to go and check out that episode. Go give it a thumbs up, share, rate, review, all of those things. I thank all of you for subscribing to Talking with Topher. I really, really do. I appreciate you so much. Uh, keep rating and reviewing the podcast and pushing it out into the algorithm to help me make this bigger. I thank you all so much. If you're new to the podcast, you're just stopping by, checking it out. Uh, Maybe somebody sent you the link. Well, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That's right, that subscribe button. Click it, smash it, stomp on it, all right? It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's free for you, all right? Who doesn't like free shit? This is all free content. Free, free, free. It's not free for me. So why don't you take advantage of it just by hitting that subscribe button. All right? I appreciate it. And, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, maybe you want to tell your story, maybe you want to prove me wrong, maybe you just want to get involved in, in general, go ahead and send an email over to T-A-L-K-I-N at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtofer at gmail.com, the official email of the podcast. If you're going to send an audio or video, just keep it under 60 seconds. All right. Again, T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. And then, of course, Talking with Topher is on Rumble now. Yes, Rumble uploaded. Go check it out. Not being censored over there. Of course, Spotify, the audio comes out 12 hours before the YouTube video drops, but then 72 hours later, the video will be uploaded to Spotify. Spotify. So all of those things happening, I'm loving it. Um, I'm hoping you're all loving it out there. And if you want access to everything, TWT, the rumble, the Spotify, the YouTube, all my social media, you need to click this link tree right here. You click the link tree link in the description below the video, and it gives you access to everything. TWT. It's just that easy. All right. So go follow, subscribe, all of those things, but the easiest way to get involved and to find everything TWT is by clicking this link tree. All right. Today's podcast was so much fun. It's so great to be, uh, on season four. Um, and I just hope everybody out there enjoys their Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Be kind to one another out there. And as always, I will talk to you. Later.